Find us online at Instagram at WeHeartMomJokes. And write to us. We'd love to know what you're thinking and just slide into our DMs. When do we ever say that? Yeah. Slide <laughs> into our DMs. Do Lights. it, do it. Just, you know, those DMs, you know, something. Jump. Why is it always sliding? Why can't you trampoline? Yeah. Trampoline. Just walk in. <laughs> you know, walk in normally, you know. Let's not be weird. Like a grown up. Um, yeah. Tiptoe, maybe tiptoe. Yeah. Oh, All right. tiptoe into our DMs. Ooh, yeah, yeah you know. Walk gingerly. Um, and then please rate us on any of the podcasts. We're on all the platforms. Just give us a little rating. If you can be bothered to write a little review, we love to read them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, work that algorithm. It was Valentine's Day recently, and that mm, was a yes. bit of a... It is commercialization.com. Right. Oh, uh, did you have to do the cards for everybody? I yes. remember that. Yes. So I had my five-year-old make it. Well, it looks like a five-year-old made it <laughs> and he brought it to school and I'm looking around and everybody got theirs off of Etsy apparently because it was not made by a child. It was made by Martha Stewart. I've, I'm convinced. And then oh, yeah. I even had him make his own cards. Oh. Well, I bought the store-bought ones and he, they had the perforated edges <laughs> and I was like, he'll be fine. In his defense, perforated edges are challenging <laughs> for everybody. Okay. They really are. <laughs> and these moms must have taken eight weeks to create 24 or who knows these people might have more than one child and then doing more than one party oh my goodness I can't imagine in fairness Nicole we know (laughs) Valentine's Day is happening on the 14th of February you have 363 (laughs) days so stop wasting your time being on fun podcasts and get going with the Valentine's Day I'm currently working yeah, I'm currently working on my 2024 Valentine's Day cards right now. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Welcome to We Heart Mom Jokes. I'm Lalita. I'm the queer single mom by choice of a 15-year-old and a comedian. And I'm Smita. I'm a mom of two. I'm also a comic. And I met Lalita doing stand-up. And Smith and I, we started to wonder how are other parents coping in the pandemic? Are they finding it as hard as we do? So we decided to make a podcast and talk to other people that we really love talking to. Other comics! Other comics! We love them. Yay! And so today's guest, I'm so excited to introduce her, Nicole Miller, also known as OKest Mom. Yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah, she's an Oklahoma based comic. And she's performed all over the Midwest. And who knows, maybe further soon. And get this celebrity appearance. She's on an Amazon Prime show that's set to release later this year. It's called Terrible People. (laughs) And we're so excited that name itself. I'm just like, that's my people. I need to watch it. Welcome, Nicole. Hi, ladies. It's so great to be here. I'm kind of having like a surreal moment because I've been listening to your podcast before I know you. I mean, when you're a comic, you usually know the people (laughs) doing the podcast. You know, I listen to all my friends' podcasts, but it's kind of fun to finally meet you in person and I'm having a little fangirl moment. Yes. Exciting. Welcome, welcome. Um, Okay. So as usual, we're going to start off with a clip from Nicole. Here we go. I do, I do have a Pinterest, so I know I'm not like the best mom, but I watch the news. 
So I know I'm not the worst mom, so I've decided I'm like, I'm like the okayest mom, all right? I'm never gonna be perfect, so I'm just going for mediocrity. Like, let's do all the important things, okay? I'm not gonna be able to do all the things, so I'm gonna do the important things. Feeding them, um, clothing them, loving them. Okay, I probably should have started with loving them. <laughs> Okayest mom, that's a really cute name and it's also interesting because OK is Oklahoma, right? That's right. And that's kind of what I was going for. And for a while, I called myself the Oklahoma mom. And, you know, local jokes sell local. So <laughs> I decided to broaden it. And um, yeah, I just found a lot of um, here's the thing. I can't do everything, you know, and so many moms are trying, I think, yeah, to have it all like the skinny body. The mm -hmm. perfect family. I've decided I'm just not gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so happy just doing the bare minimum. It's great. For the people who can't see us, which is everyone, because this is an audio podcast, when we said OK stands for Oklahoma, Lalita's eyes like lit up. She was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> I'm so like, I don't know what's the opposite of OK, not OK. OK, I'm the not OKest person here. <laughs> like i love words i live for language a good pun makes my day i just don't know how i miss that and i will never get over myself like i'm so disappointed i'm disappointed <laughs> most disappointedest mom <laughs> that's us most days over here disappointed <laughs> apart from being Oklahoma so it's it's a lovely pun okay it's it's kind of accepting that you're just it hanging in the middle right to say you're okay right. it's just like you're not aiming for the top you're just doing the best you can but the est suggests a superlative so of all the people that are okay you're the best or what's what's, <laughs> happen what's happening there <laughs> there's no right. ambition in there <laughs> right so I'm not trying to be like world's greatest mom but I'll go for okay as like the maybe get the participation ribbon or something <laughs> I did think you'll be the first at being the participant. <laughs> I love that because they're like find what you love to do in life and be best at it so being mediocre <laughs> like being the most mediocre I just wow it is sublime you know I did a chef's kiss over there <laughs> uh, yeah I just um I can't I cannot do it all so I'm just gonna kind of ride through life doing just making it okay and not perfect because uh i'm i'm just kind of in this like progress over perfection <laughs> and that's kind of getting things done over here mm -hmm. it's really quite deep do you do you, i mean is there a philosophy attached to it because you know we're joking about it because to accept to accept where you are to accept the things you cannot change i.e us right <laughs> I mean, there's an incredible wisdom in that. Do you feel that? Yeah, I think we put a lot of expectations on ourselves. Mm. There's just so many things you have to do or you're not a, a good mom. And um, once I decided that I'm just going to, I'm not going to try to be the best. I'm just going to be present. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just going to yeah. take care of the immediate needs first. Um, oh. Who's bleeding? All right. 
observe <laughs> that. I love that. Look at us. We're medical, we're scientific, we're <laughs> mathematical, we're everything. And you know, the other thing that was amusing to me is my Instagram handle and my Twitter handle is almost favorite. So oh. like between <laughs> okayest and almost favorite, we're like... Right. That's true. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I'm just surrounded by, by kind of aspirational mediocrity. I I have a name for us. We're really aggressive type bees, you know? (laughs) I mean, nobody wants to follow the most perfect person ever because then you're just going to get some kind of like a weird, you're going to feel bad about yourself. But the paradox is that in your desire to be okay, you are the best, right? (laughs) So it's, yeah. Um, I like whereas it. those people that are, are fighting so hard to be the best, however that's defined, are failing by definition, whereas you can't fail because you're always going to be okay as long as you do the bare minimum. Yeah. Speaking of the Olympics, <laughs> <laughs> has anybody been following the Winter Olympics? I'm like, does anybody watch that? All I know is there's curling and there's everything else. So I do a lot of streaming on platforms and currently we don't have like I don't even think we have that channel. Oh, so yeah, I got cause... ESPN plus to watch tennis. And I guess the Olympics maybe I'm, I'm not. Yeah, no, Lalita, I, I hate to break it to you. Tennis is not a winter Olympics sport. <laughs> no, no. I watched the Australian open because there's oh. tennis in the Southern hemisphere. Oh, yes, so. yes, yes. Hemispheres. <laughs> no, we have to account. <laughs> um, after all the yeah, after all the drama with vaccination status and all that, there were some very good uh, matches. But yeah, I should. I mean, I lived in Wisconsin and I knew a lot of people who were into curling. And the first person who told me that they were into curling, I laughed like that. Just was like such a funny joke. <laughs> turned out that it was true and like super true like their whole family were really really into it wow are you still friends with them um (laughs) (laughs) oh no nicole's gone silent are you really oh sorry um i'm not into curling actually the only sport i really cared about when i was younger we you know there weren't channels on tv there was like two channels so i had to watch the olympics we would watch the figure skating and i wanted to be michelle kwan uh, because i think we were the same age (laughs) and that's why i was like just so amazed like she's my age and she can do like triple axles and then i would get in my socks in the living room would try to do triple axles but that's the only thing i've never like i don't I think I've seen a picture of curling and um, other than that picture, if I didn't see that picture, I just think it was like something to do with my hair. So I just, yeah, I have really very little, I'm going on very little experience. <laughs> I mean, figure skating is beautiful, especially the pair skates. Cause you're like, yes. there's a story. Like I build up the story, right? I saw this tweet that was so amusing. They were like, before they do the figure skating, they should just declare to you, are they friends? Are they yes. siblings? Are they, are they lovers? What is it? So that you can like follow along in your head, you know, because. I want to see enemies figure <laughs> skate. <laughs> I'm sure that happens if you're just paired with someone when you're eight. By mm-hmm. the time you're 17, you're going to hate that person, but you're mm-hmm. the couple and. Yeah. And there must oh. be unrequited love. And I, that that's, yeah, oh, it's fascinating. 
And the me figure skate. That's like a special category of sport, right? More <laughs> <laughs> interesting to watch than curling, that's for sure. Enemy figure skating. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. Tell us about your family, uh, Nicole. Who's in your family? I uh, have three beautiful children. Mm-hmm. And I live with my second husband. He's the father of our son. Mm-hmm. So my daughters spend time in two homes. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is our weekend with the girls. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I love it because you have comedy about step parenting, right? And how that's different from biological parenting. I think it is. My kids really like my daughter was so young when we got married. So she really doesn't remember having just, you know, one set of parents. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of hard explaining it to her. Like you call him dad, but you know, you have two dads anyway. It's, <laughs> it was hard for her. Uh, Cause my husband feels like a father to her, but mm-hmm. yeah, step parents really um, the pressure's off. Are you, are there you a step parent? I'm not, know? but I have, I'm, I have multiple step parents. So I'm oh, okay. very familiar you with have them. Well, I figure most people are familiar with the concept, but <laughs> I just, I'm like, on next Mother's Day, don't treat me like your mom. Treat me like your stepmom. I don't want any responsibility. Because right? <laughs> <laughs> you're the ste- you're the first um, person we're talking to about step parenting. We've had all yeah. kinds of families and all kinds of uh, parenting. Uh, what do you call it? Situations. I'm not a stepmom, but my kids have a stepmom, and a, and I'm married to their stepdad. So this is mm-hmm. like I'm kind of navigating it for the first time. Mm-hmm. it's in, yeah I, it's kind of fascinating you know we've done so many episodes and this hasn't come up when it's such a, a normal situation in modern life that there's these um what is the word modern family like blended 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 smoothie yes. bullets nutri bullet families mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And do you, are you one of those families where everybody gets on and everything is easy or is there a bigger story? Or are you normal? (laughs) (laughs) Am I normal? You know, we have our moments. I think we try really hard. I try to keep it focused on the children because it's really about them. It's, Mm -hmm. it's no longer, there is no us anymore. So Mm -hmm. it's not Mm -hmm. about me. It's about Mm -hmm. them. There is definitely, you know, but no, the problem is the neat, the term girlfriend. I feel it's reductive. I feel it's childish. I don't know, like girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, he's not, a, you know, they're not girls and boys anymore. Oh, man friend. Man friend. Female friend. This is, Ew. This is friend. my female friend. <laughs> is that how you want people to introduce? I don't, you know what? I think we should just, we should just be like, this person is here. Okay. Don't ask me about labels. Like like that but I do think it's perhaps a little bit more of a straight conceit I think perhaps in the in the LGBT world we don't care so much about labels we're just glad there's somebody there that's semi-normal you know we'll take it (laughs) I think that's so much more healthy it's true okay actually I wanted to divert a bit which is you know like there are many family names where I feel like they're like they are they need to move on from those names and my top beef uh, is with the words boyfriend and girlfriend which like that I think makes sense for like a short period of years in your youth and then when you're like 54 and you're like here's my boyfriend it's like <laughs> no you know Stop but the uh, the option is uh lover right 
like, would you want a 54 year old mom saying, Hey, would, I want you to meet my lover. Okay. So excuse me as a 54 year old mom, <laughs> I'm not 54. That's a lie. I'll bleep that number out if you want, Lalita. <laughs> the Zoom filter does wonders. Uh, also, my official age is 29. Um, I am in my absurdly late 20s at this mm -hmm. point. But I do, the word um, girlfriend is used as female friend in the United States, not in England. And I was in England before. I'm, I'm originally from Holland. When I first moved to the United States and, and women refer to their female friends as their girlfriends and so some, oh, somebody said to yeah. me yeah I went away for the weekend with my girlfriends and I'm like oh my god this is so progressive this is unbelievable <laughs> does your husband know you also have girlfriends <laughs> <laughs> oh yes I'm I guess on this so I think girlfriends meaning female friend is quite American but that's not what you mean right Smith you mean in terms no. of lover yeah like dating yeah. it does yeah. sound like they're really young but yeah. I don't know what else you would what would you call them I think it's partner but that sounds really pretentious on the second date it's also like if somebody called me their partner early on I'd be like okay we're done yeah. you have serious boundary issues yeah we should we should come up with a new word and we should Patent it and make billions <laughs> of it. Speaking of like, you know, the pressure on moms, there was Valentine's Day recently and that mm, was a yes. bit of a, I'm, I'm learning like, you know, cause my kid is in kindergarten. So I just yes. entered the public school system. It is commercialization.com. Right. Yes. That makes you feel like a bad mom. Oh, uh, did you have to do the cards for everybody? I yes. remember that. Yes. This is what I did. We were supposed to have. I thought the kid was supposed to make a Valentine's box for mm -hmm. their Valentine's. So I had my five-year-old make it. Well, it looks like a five-year-old made it <laughs> and he brought it to school and I'm looking around and everybody got theirs off of Etsy apparently, because there's, uh, you know, everything was immaculate and everybody else's, it was not made by a child. It was made by Martha Stewart. I, I'm convinced. Um, mm -hmm. so, <laughs> and then oh, I yeah. even had him make his own cards. Well, I bought the store bots ones and he, um, they had the perforated edges <laughs> and I was like, he'll be fine. Okay. He's going to, I told him, fold it, pull it. It'll be fine. But it, it looks like a five-year-old made it once again, they're, they're like ripped up Valentine's, but he put, and he put his name on it. I'm not going to do that. I do not have time to put yeah. his name his on 24 Valentine's. Yeah. In his defense, perforated edges are challenging for everybody. Okay. They really are. <laughs> so, and then I, he's pulling out his Valentine's after the party, showing me. And these moms must have taken eight weeks to create 24, or who knows? These people might have more than one child and then doing more than one party. Oh, my goodness. I can't imagine. In but fairness, they... Nicole, we know <laughs> Valentine's Day is happening on the 14th of February. You have 363 <laughs> days. So stop wasting your time being on fun podcasts and get going with yeah. Valentine's oh Day cards. I, I'm, right? currently <laughs> yeah, I'm currently working on my 2024 Valentine's Day cards. Right now. <laughs> that is. <laughs> I think the first time I did it, I, 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 I cut out hearts from piece of paper yes. and then we wrote all the names on and it's exactly like you say like why that is you could have spent that time watching Netflix there wasn't <laughs> Netflix then perhaps I don't know but you know what I mean like doing some staring out a window 
Yeah, right, right. (laughs) But my son wrote his name 24 times, and that's probably 24 more times he's done it all school year. So something good did come out of it. What about your kids, Smith? Yeah, no, I sent them both to school with absolutely nothing. And they came back with goodie bags full of stuff from other people. And there was so much candy and toys, completely distracted. They forgot to get upset about the fact that I didn't send them with anything. So it was beautiful. But then because there's so much candy, then there's like the, you know, all the drama around picking the best candy. And then once you consume it, there's the sugar crash and everything. So it was a very eventful Valentine's, but not in the way that I wanted it to be. It was just. Now, I'm sorry you had a sugar crash, Smitha, but you should have really left the candy for your kids. You're not supposed to eat it. Oh, with the drama already. (laughs) I also feel like parents should just band together and have a mutiny where we say no more Valentine's Day celebration at school (laughs) and no more more spirit week, no more crazy socks day. Stop that. We've had enough, you know, because like, is there any greater horror than like realizing you forgot wacky dress day? Like they hate it so much when it's goofy pajama day you send them to school in their regular clothes and oh yes parent yeah. fail parent fail ultimate parent fail i remember when my daughter was young i i showed up to school i probably was president's day <laughs> like <laughs> ready to drop her off and like these random holidays where they just don't have school sometimes those slip by parents too and they need to mm-hmm. outlaw that too as mm-hmm. what I'm going said. into work on president's day on principle i'll take michelle obama's birthday off uh in lieu <laughs> <laughs> oh what day oh. is her birthday let me see i'll put that in my I'll look it up calendar. if let's only see. we had a device to hand yeah let's see january 17th is Michelle Obama's birthday. So we oh, just missed it. That's that's very right. close to MLK Day. So yeah, I'll get oh. a long weekend out of that. I'm just yeah. gonna lump those two together. Love it. Love it. We should we should like there should be like a special tradition for Michelle Obama's birthday. Like maybe <laughs> everyone has to, I don't know, eat extra candy or something wonderful, you know? I don't know. <laughs> just go trick-or-treating. They're like, it's January 17th. Yes. <laughs> Give me candy. Michelle Obama, our future president's birthday. trick or treat yeah how to how to make your neighbors look at you even more strangely yeah Yeah, um, michelle okay i thought michelle obama was on the podcast for oh i wish oh i wish that would be sorry yeah she's a mom but she's not a comic no she doesn't sorry if she were to call me i'd be like sorry you're not a comic you know (laughs) you don't qualify michelle wish we could help you She'll say something funny. Just have her on, oh, yeah, okay? True. Give her a pass. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel know, that she I'm needs sure. to go to 10 open mics. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Carmilla was in our last podcast, uh, told us, which you all know because you will have heard it by now, um, that, you know, she went to an open mic and was like, oh, I can do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. At the open mic, everyone's a comedian. Definitely. What's the scene like in uh, Oklahoma? I'm mostly familiar with Tulsa, which is where I'm located currently, and it's definitely growing. We've got a little uh, comedy club, a club. (laughs) Nice. Actually, I lied. We just got another one, and a third one is coming up. Uh, Wow. So we have three clubs just for the comedy, and Mm. then almost any night here, I think you could probably hit an open mic. Um, Wow. Wow, it's good. Yeah. It's growing. Like I, if you had asked me that 
before the pandemic, I don't think I could have said that, but I think we just all started comedy during (laughs) coronavirus Mm -hmm. to survive. I think Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. That's amazing though, that the scene has kind of blossomed during the last two years, right? Because in many other places, it's kind of shut down or gone really quiet. Yeah. I actually, I kind of went through an existential crisis there at the beginning when coronavirus shut everything down. I was producing actually an improv show monthly. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry to hear that. So we had like yes, a- condolences. <laughs> so uh, we had that. I was doing that and stand up, and I was just like, I, I could just never do it again. You know, we're shutting everything down. Mm-hmm. I don't ever have to go to another open mic. I don't ever have to do improv again. And then it just kind of occurred to me that of all the times in our history, this is where we need comedy the most because laughter is medicine and it, it can heal us. And it's healed me through some really, really horrible times. So it kind of made me more focused. I think like mm-hmm. I'm going to do more in comedy now. And so I did sketch improv stand up. And so I'm a little more uh, gung ho about it more all in than just like, I guess it'll be something I do on the side. And now it's like, this is what I want to do full time. Oh, that's fantastic. And I mean, like, it might come across as cheesy to say like laughter is medicine or whatever. And to all those people, like, I don't know, just go stare at a wall or something because it (laughs) truly is, you know, it's so good. And it's been so much fun. And there's a lot of online stuff too to do these days. Oh, yeah, definitely. We still need you all to follow CDC guidelines, though. Not just go to an open mic, just to be clear. Yes, yes. (laughs) Nobody likes a super spreader. Stop doing that. (laughs) Did you do Zoom Zoom comedy, Nicole? A little bit. It's a little difficult for me. I just want to know if there is laughter. And sometimes it's kind of hard to hear that on this. Yeah. Like Lalita and I once did a show to a big group and like I could see people signing off. (laughs) That's, um, oh dear. Yeah, Yeah, that was like like on Google Meets. Yeah, so-and-so's left, so-and-so's left. (laughs) I'm in the middle of a really good joke. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't know, maybe they're, cat jumped on their computer and logged them off you just don't know oh, <laughs> <laughs> the cat like it's three legs exactly landed on control alternate <laughs> <laughs> oh there's three-legged cats out there that definitely do that yeah <laughs> yeah <clears throat> so okay so there's a lovely comedy scene out in Oklahoma, in Tulsa, and it's kind of cool to hear about that. Do a lot of big comics come through? It must be one of the destinations, I guess, when you go That's around. That's what I was wondering. Is it kind of yeah. on the road? Toward- I think so. I, I said we have comedy clubs, but we also have like bigger theaters for like Seinfelds and mm-hmm. um, who did I just see is coming? Um, I, I want to say her name's Taylor. Taylor Tomlinson. Yes. Yes. I love her. So she just either she just came through or she's about to come through. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't try to make the all the shows. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. some of the big shows you're like, "Eh, I've seen it on Netflix, you know, which I know is horrible to me. Am I opening? No. Okay. Well, yeah. I saw Taylor Tomlinson in San Jose as she was filming for what became Quarter Life Special on Netflix. Yeah. And so it was kind of cool to have seen it. And, but it was also interesting because it's 
I mean, I think those Netflix specials are not edited. They're essentially one show oh. after they, you know, because I, I don't know. I mean, maybe they just edit really smartly and they just make sure that the person looks exactly the same every night. I don't know how they would do that. Like with mm. even your hair being exactly the same. But anyway, the special is super tight, right? I mean, there's yeah. no gaps in that. Whereas in real life, it's still real life. There's audience interference. One woman got <laughs> had to be carried out because she was so drunk. And, you know, the, oh, you wow. don't see that in the Netflix special. No, you don't. No, I didn't see that. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> was it you? <laughs> I took that to two item minimum. It's like it says minimum, you know? So give me 23 double tequilas already. <laughs> So I saw, but she has a new special coming out in a couple of weeks, I believe, on Netflix, Taylor Tomlinson. But Ali Wong's special dropped last night, and I haven't seen it yet, or two nights ago. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, I'm going to speak it out to the universe. She is the dream guest for this podcast. (laughs) After you, Nicole, obviously. you're fine. No. Now that we've, no, but mine would be Wanda Sykes. So between Wanda and Ali. Yeah, let's manifest true. it out there and and Smith and I did a show and um the people said oh yeah we had Ali Wong on a few months ago and we were both like okay we're, we'll, we'll see ourselves out like oh. <laughs> <laughs> now Ali if I'm not mistaken she did some stand-up while she was pregnant yes right? have you yes. ladies done that not me no I missed the boat on those yeah, I didn't yeah. I didn't do, I haven't had the pleasure, but, um, yeah. no, but real funny stuff comes out of that. Yeah. But you know, once I went to an open mic when I was visibly pregnant and it was like me and like one, the other girl, you know, <laughs> and most open mics and like a room full of men and every single man felt the need to like comment on the pregnancy. And by the end it was just like, Oh, can you like, is there anything else we can talk about? <laughs> Oh my God, that must have been so frustrating. Yeah, I don't know. I've been thinking about having another baby. So maybe, you know, if I do, (laughs) you know, in my, in my quest to appear like I'm in my extremely, what did I say? Absurdly late twenties. Or just for the fame, you know? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I will be, so ask me in a couple of years, Nicole, I may have done (laughs) (laughs) a lot of stand up. So, okay, you're out there in Oklahoma. We hope you can make it out to the Bay Area and perform with us one day out oh, here. Oh, that'd be Wouldn't awesome. That'd be wonderful. West Coast. West Coast. <laughs> Yay. Yay. We're going to do it. One day, we're all just going to be a caravan of moms traveling across America, <laughs> you know. Lots of snacks. And Lots of wax. snacks, you know. We'll be the cleanest comedians. You know, they might not be the best snacks, but they will do. Yeah. You know? <laughs> They'll be the okayest snacks. Yes. They will. They will. Prepackaged, so, not homemade. Yeah, absolutely. Store-bought. Look at, if, you, if you've seen my cooking, you do not want homemade. Okay? <laughs> I promise you. So it was so wonderful having you with us today, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me. I This was so much fun. I just want to, let's talk for six more hours. No. Not an editing nightmare at all. <laughs> <laughs> How did you find us, Nicole? How did you originally find the We Heart Mom Jokes podcast? Well, I follow a dad comedian. Now that I'm saying it, I'm like, is this correct? (laughs) Or am I thinking of someone else? But his name is Aaron Patrick, I believe. And he was on your podcast. And when he posted that, I was like, oh, that's 
uh, mom podcast with mom comedians. I was just like, did they make this just for me? <laughs> like I'm the only one, right? In my scene, I'm, I feel like I'm the only mom comedian. <laughs> so oh, we're out here. There's lots of us. That's fantastic. We loved Aaron. He was fantastic. He was also a diversity candidate. He's the only dad on our podcast. That's what is is he still the only dad? Still the only dad. Still the only dad. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's so exciting. So cool. Once we've had Wanda and Ali on and 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 met our highest aspiration, we might have another dad on. Like Kevin Hart. Ooh, Kevin Hart Kevin on We Heart Mom Jokes. See? Ooh, it it. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got it. This is we're manifesting happening. really, manifest. like really doing it here. Manifest, manifest. I love it. Okay. So Nicole, if we want to follow you, where do we find you? Please find me on my Facebook page called OKS Mom. You can also Google Nicole Miller comedy and it should pop up. I'm also on Instagram as OKS to mom. Fantastic. And Lalita, Great. where can we find you? I'm at Lalita D comedy GWE on Instagram. And my website is Lalita And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at almost favorite. And as always, you can follow us on Instagram at we heart mom jokes. Yes. And write to us. We love to know what you're thinking and just slide into our, when do we ever say that? Slide into our DMs. Do it, do it. You know, those DMs, you know, something. Why is it always sliding? Why can't you trampoline? Trampoline. Walk in, you know, walk in normally, you know, let's not be weird. Like a grown up. Yeah. Tiptoe, maybe tiptoe. Yeah. Oh, All right. tiptoe into Go. our DMs. Ooh, Go. yeah, you know. Walk gingerly. Um, and then please rate us on any of the podcasts. We're on all the platforms. Just give us a little rating. If you can be bothered to write a little review, we love to read them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, work that algorithm. Yeah. Find us online at Instagram at We Heart Mom Jokes. Okay. All right. Uh, perfect. We have everything we need and we have four minutes to spare. Yes, time management. Yeah. <laughs>